that's a kind of ambiguous or uncertain uh, uh, part. Uh, and we still haven't really found out yet what exactly is their trade policy, have we? It seems like they're still in the process of trying to formulate that. Yes, uh, I think so, yes. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Sonobi, for talking with me this morning. It's always a pleasure. That's Tetsushi Sonobi, who is Dean of the Asian Development Bank Institute. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. And over in Tokyo, uh, Japanese stocks slipping in the first half an hour of trading. The Nikkei 225 down about half a percent. Uh, Stocks in Australia closed for the Australia Day holiday. Over in South Korea, the Cosby is off about a quarter of a percent. Futures markets indicating that the Hang Seng is is going to open about 160 points or so lower later on this morning. In the commodities markets, Brent crude oil trading at $55.94 a barrel. Gold is at $1,854 an ounce. Thank you very much for listening this morning. Do please stay tuned for Back Chats with Hugh Chiverton and Ada Wong coming up in just a moment. The weather forecast, cool in the morning, warm and dry during the day with a maximum temperature of around 24 degrees. The outlook is for it to be mainly fine in the next couple of days, warm during the day on Thursday and then rather cool mornings on Friday and Saturday. It's 18 degrees right now, 78% relative humidity. Coming up to 8.31 and a half, here's Samantha Butler with the Half Hour News. Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives have delivered a single impeachment charge against Donald Trump to the Senate. It accuses him of inciting insurrection when his supporters stormed Congress earlier this month. The article of impeachment triggers the formal process of putting Mr. Trump on trial. Here's the BBC's Barbara Plettusher. This is a sort of symbolic beginning of the trial. The trial itself is not going to begin for another two weeks. On the 8th of February, Monday, the pretrial briefs will be submitted. And then on the 9th, on Tuesday, the arguments will start. And yes, Mr. Schumer has talked about it being a short trial. The first impeachment trial was 21 days. This one is quite different from that in terms of content, argument, place, and so on. Probably both sides would like to have it shorter rather than longer. The U.S. Senate has confirmed Janet Yellen as the American Treasury Secretary. She'll be the first woman to lead the department in its more than 200-year history. Her first task will be to help the Biden administration tackle the economic crisis caused by the pandemic, which has left millions of people without jobs and many more struggling to make ends meet. Ms. Yellen is a veteran economist who has previously headed the Federal Reserve, the first woman to do so. More than 300 global companies and organizations have urged world leaders at this year's virtual Davos Forum to classify seafarers as key workers so they're no longer stranded at sea because of the coronavirus. Here's the BBC's Jonathan Josephs. More than 90% of global trade, from household goods to medical supplies, is moved by sea. But many of those who staff the ships have been stuck at sea for months, often long after the end of their work contract. This is because many governments around the world have banned them from coming ashore amid fears they will spread coronavirus. Restrictions have recently tightened further because of new variants. This has led to growing concerns about the risk to the mental and physical well-being of these sailors. Those behind what is being called the Neptune Declaration say global supply chains are threatened. You're listening to the news on RTHK.
Good morning and welcome to Bank Chat. I'm Hugh Chiverton, your co-host today's Ada Wong. Ada, good morning to you. Good morning, Hugh. Today we're talking about cameras in classrooms and about the Lunar New Year flower markets. Executive Council and Liberal Party lawmaker Tommy Chung has proposed installing CCTV cameras in Hong Kong school classrooms to see if teachers make subversive remarks. Speaking at LegCo's educational panel last week, Mr Chung stressed that there would be no privacy issues as the cameras will be recording the teacher but not the students. He also said it could be a measure to protect teachers who come under scrutiny and could help students who are absent from class to catch up with the syllabus easily. What do you think of the proposal? Would you support such a change? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, Bankchat on RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, bankchat at rthk.hk, or you can call us on 233-88266, After 9.15, should this year's flower markets go ahead, as the government has proposed, with a certain crowd control? measures. Your thoughts as ever. Welcome. Bankchat at rthk.hk. Uh, we've got a lot of emails uh, on the topic on uh, COVID-related uh, issues. I think we'll, we'll, uh, uh, we'll air those a little bit uh, later, maybe uh, in between our two topics uh, today. Uh, Alan, though, on the subject of uh, cameras, uh, says, Dear Bankchat, on cameras in classrooms, uh, quote, Mr Chung stressed that there would be no privacy issues. This is a re- reference to uh, Tommy Chung. One book I studied in school, says uh, Alan, was 1984. It was written as a warning. Mr Chung and his buddies are taking it as an instruction manual. Quote, and this is a quote from 1984, uh, part two, chapter nine. Private life came to an end. Every citizen, or at least every citizen important enough to be worth watching, could be kept for 24 hours a day under the eyes of the police and in the sound of official propaganda, with all other channels of communication closed. The possibility of enforcing not only complete obedience to the will of the state, but complete uniformity of opinion on all subjects now existed for the first time, unquote. This is exactly what the above representative of mini-truth is advocating, and it is double-plus ungood. East Asia must resist the black hand of Oceania. Loyally, Alan. That comes from uh, Alan. Uh, we've got various guests joining us uh, this morning. Let's start with uh, Ip Kin Yun, the former education sector lawmaker. Mr Ip, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. What do you make of this proposal, this idea? I think it is, is a not, not, it's not a, bad, uh, not a good approach at all. I think, well, uh, they send a message of distrust uh, to, uh, on, on teachers and, and also the students. I think, well, uh, not only the teachers are being monitored, but also the teachers, uh, students as, as well. So I think, well, uh, no parents might have some, some opinion on, the, on this issue as well. And I think, well, what, uh, the, the quote you just uh, made, uh, out of 1984, is a very sensible one, and I think, well, uh, 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 is it going to be you know, monitored by someone you know, uh, uh, throughout our, our you know, school life and or our, uh, our family life and, and so on? So, so why, why do we need that? Uh, so, and if we are going to do that, we have to spend a lot of money. But not only money, uh, is, is it might uh, cost to know the sense of trust uh, and and people uh, inside the schools, uh, teachers, students, will find it very uneasy to be monitored throughout the day, and 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 I think well, uh, it will affect uh, the teachers and students' relationship 
uh, in a bad way, in a negative way. So I, I don't think this is a good proposal at all. Um, KY, as far as you know, uh, is this um, actually implemented in the mainland China schools? Uh, I, I have I visited. So. I have visited some schools, and I I don't see any cameras or uh, recordings uh, inside classrooms. You you you're right. I I have visited uh, mainland schools from time to time, uh, so I, I I think I I was a frequent visitor, and I I cannot see any such kind of installation inside classroom. So if we look uh, around the world. Uh, I, I don't think uh, there is any place which have, which has an, uh, this kind of insulation in class, in classroom. Um, so, so, so why? So, if we are going for this proposal, I think well, <laughs> we will be uh, leading uh, in the world. <laughs> Yes, but as you can see recently, uh, many pro-establishment figures uh, have targeted the education sector and teachers right. in particular. Um, so, what 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 are what are these criticisms uh, to teachers, and how are you responding to them? I think well, um, uh, many people are querying that no uh, no teachers has been have been uh, uh, taught. Uh, Promoting uh, certain kind of ideas that lead to you know uh, the young students uh, becoming uh, rebellious uh, in the recent uh, social conflicts, uh, but I think uh, there is no evidence at all, uh, and uh, uh, we we know that you know there is widespread uh, social conflicts um, uh, between the government, between the police and the people, and. Uh, people are involved not because of their education, it's because of the social conflicts, because of the, you know, there are problems in the uh, governance, because there are problems in the police, and because you no know, people are angry with uh, certain things. So uh, this has nothing to do with education. So, But uh, blaming the education sector is an easy way out. Uh, to explain why you know there are problems, you know, uh, from the pro-establishment uh, perspective, uh, they would try to explain the whole thing in such a way that oh, there are conflicts. The people are acting in such a way because of education, because the youngsters are involved with, because you know the teachers are bad, and so it paints a very bad picture uh, of the of the teachers. So. So they would try to. Uh, they have uh, no rationale to uh, strengthen the control of textbooks. Uh, to no even uh, proposal to install no CCTV, etc. So, so I think uh, that is a wrong direction because you no know, education itself doesn't doesn't lead to these kind of conflicts. People. Uh, are involved in the conflict because they are angry, not because of their education. Then, then the teachers, <clears throat> the teachers have nothing to worry about if these criticisms are unjustified. Uh, let it all come out in the open. Um, let's see the uh, the teaching. But uh, it sends a message of distrust. You no, know, uh, if um, suddenly, uh, no, uh, your family members uh, no, said that we have to install a CCTV in, inside the. 
the, the, uh, the house because you know, when I'm out, I want to know what exactly you are doing at home. Uh, so you know, that kind of message itself uh, is full of distrust. And, and that is uh, not constructional at all. I think the society want, want to have some trust and so we can uh, live in a way, you know, uh, uh, live in harmony and we can, and, and actually I think, well, uh, teaches itself traditionally is a trustworthy uh, career and, and, and we don't do, you know, setting up CCTV and we don't, we, we, we would not propose to set up CCTV inside Tommy Jones' office to see, you know, uh, we are uh, voters. We want to know, you know what exactly our representative uh, is working uh, is saying inside the, his, his office. So we won't do this kind of thing. So, so I, 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 I hope, I, I hope that you know we can be, be more positive towards education and towards the society. <clears throat> An email from Matthew. Uh, saying, uh, says, uh, Tommy Chung was complaining in the media that he had gained weight because his gym was closed due to the virus. Perhaps he could also put a CCTV in his gym after it reopens and live stream his road back to his old svelte self. He could call it Hong Kong's biggest loser. On another note, says Matthew, reports like the one below, this is a, 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 to a translation of an Apple Daily story, uh, make it clear that there are orchestrated attacks on RTHK by pro-authoritarian organisations which are designed to undermine Hong Kong's freedoms. Myself and other long-time listeners have been pointing out the phenomenon on Backchat since July 2019, when the programme uh, suddenly had a large increase in very similar-sounding correspondents who switched the views of contributors from largely pro-democracy to pro-authoritarian. That is uh, from Matthew. Well, we're joined now by uh, Ho Lok Sang, a senior research fellow in the Pan Sutong Economic Policy Research Institute at Lingnan University. Uh, Professor Ho, good morning to you and thanks good for joining us. What, what do you make of this idea, this proposal of, of putting cameras in the classrooms to see if subversive comments are being made? Well, first of all, um, I think uh, uh, there needs to be some kind of protocol, you know, for access to these uh, recordings. Uh, uh, in order to uh, allay uh, some maybe teachers' concerns, um, I agree that it is a sign that uh, the authorities may not trust uh, the teachers. And so, um, in order to bring back that trust, uh, it sh there should be some kind of protocol, okay, for access to these recordings. Uh, it's only when there are complaints received that. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, uh, this access be granted. And I think this is important, you know, because uh, it will protect uh, the teachers too, you know, because uh, then you can have some evidence to show that uh, there's nothing wrong going on inside a classroom. And, uh, and I, I, I also want to say that uh, although in general we want to have uh, trust, but uh, unfortunately and regrettably, um, what some teachers have done in the past uh, is destroying their trust. You see, because we have had uh, um, uh, evidence that some, some, some teachers have uh, grossly um, uh, abused, you know, the, uh, the rights and the responsibilities. And, and I think that that is quite, quite sad, you know. Um, I 
had hoped that there would, wouldn't be any need for, for this sort of thing. So, uh, d- uh, Dr. Ho, you think this is fundamentally a good idea? It's just uh, you were talking about the technical boss who has access to yes, I'm, say, I'm, say, I'm saying that uh, 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 some the behavior of some teachers in the past, not, not all, of course, uh, some, some teachers had abused you know, the, the rights and had done something that is uh, uh, um, contrary to what educators expected to do. But, but as we have seen, you know, there were two teachers uh, uh, who, who were disqualified, their certificates being withdrawn. Yeah, right. But right. Um, there are, I, I think, over 100,000 teachers in Hong Kong. And um, yeah. uh, I, I think, I think the, the vast majority yeah, of teachers, uh, exactly, they, they are doing exactly, their job. Yeah. So, so why, why do we have to do this? Yes, you, you think saying, this I'm is absolutely damaging? People, damaging had, to the they, they had short, uh, they had uh, they had uh, uh, weakened you know this trust in in teachers among parents and and uh, uh, other people who are concerned with. Uh, uh, yes, the, um, the um, you, you are a teacher yourself. You have taught in the universities. Would yes, you be I happy? Would, would yeah, you be happy? Secondary school. Yeah. Would you be happy to have a CCTV camera? In front of you every day. Um, you see, that's exact, exactly what I'm saying. Uh, there needs to be some kind of protocol. You know, not not everybody can uh, can have access to it any time. You know, it's not some uh, just by the uh, for the, uh, simply because he is the principal, then he can take a look at it or uh, any time he wants. You know, that that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm I'm saying that that there should. You know, when there's complaint, you know, and then you want to uh, to to prove teachers' innocence, or you want to uh, to show that there is actually a case against a teacher. You know, then 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 you can uh, um, uh, uh, use that as uh, as the evidence. And uh, you know, it's, it may not have anything to do with even this national security sort of thing. You know, uh, because uh, uh, sometimes some some teachers. Uh, may perhaps uh, um, uh, uh, did something rather, you know, um, so, you know objectionable in, from the point of view of, of parents even, you know. I, so, I guess in the education sector, we never had a complaints culture, not a very bad one at least. Uh, I mean, yes, some teachers do get complained. Te- uh, I, I think parents complain about teachers not giving enough homework. Um, but... Um, we we don't have this complaints culture. You, you, do you think um, it's um, you know we should not, encourage not exactly. we I, encourage a complaints heard, culture? Yes, I've heard uh, I have heard uh, complaints about uh, physical abuse too. You know, physical abuse. You know, even during but my that, days. That's, um, that's during re- my days. You know, there have been there have been complaints against teachers. You know, from time to time. Mm. If that's abuse, we should report it to the police and not have, not do CCTV cameras. Yeah, but. Uh, um, you see, I'm saying that if you have the CCTV, then it's fair. Okay. You know, because uh, sometimes without evidence, uh, one side uh, tells a story, the other side tells another story. You know, it's very difficult to, to know exactly what had happened. You know, so I'm saying that if you have, uh, if you can establish a, a set of protocols, you know, that is quite reasonable, so that uh, um, the, the access is not abused, you know, the access to these recordings is not uh, Okay. Uh, it, 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 it may actually... Um, 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 help clear some of the charges, you know, okay. um, uh, unfair charges against teachers. So, okay. so I think this is this is good. All right, it can you? 
I don't think no. <laughs> uh, if he has, if I think uh, if he, it, it does uh, two things. I know it, it might keep no uh, things clear, but at the same time, I think no uh, people will be monitored uh, all the time. So uh, if you, even if you are saying, uh, no, there are, there might be certain protocol, but no, it is up to uh, those who manage the system what they are trying to look at. So for for example, if, if I am a teacher uh, and I have a lot of things doing uh, ongoing in the classroom, and I might you know, uh, uh, make some joke with my students, and and I and I don't think that you know this kind of thing uh, we would like to be exposed to to others. For example, the principal. For example, you know those who are in the uh, government to look at you know, my, my casual jokes or you know, uh, something we are discussing about you know uh, about the school and and students are talking uh, are complaining to the uh, teachers and so on so so they might not want you know these things to be exposed but once the camera is installed you know, the behavior inside the classroom will change and change it to a very negative way because you know we will you know restrict ourselves from from expressing anything that might of uh, certain risk so so this becomes a kind of self-censorship in all directions and so that is detrimental for you no know, teacher student relationship to a very healthy uh, communication between teachers and students so i think it is this is a a very bad idea at all. Okay, well, we're also joined now by Professor Gordon Matthews, Professor of Anthropology at the Chinese University. Professor Matthews, good morning to you, and thank you for joining us. Well, good morning. Well, what are your thoughts on this proposal? Uh, I obviously would be quite against it. Um, one important point to make that I haven't heard yet here is, in some cases, having video monitoring of activities is seen as positive. I refer back to my time in Chunking Mansions. In Chunking Mansions, there's a, a set of video cameras that look at what's going on all through the building, and a central headquarters will look at it. And I had thought, God, this is awful. People must hate it. In fact, they didn't, because um, the only time it was ever used was when somebody uh, was robbed, and they could go to the camera and see what went on, and it was viewed as quite benign. The problem is, the issue is, who is the authority looking over what goes on? And in Hong Kong, the authorities are not trusted by most of the population. Therefore, having monitoring going on, we're thinking we're going to be continually monitored by Big Brother. That's the fear people have. If they didn't think that the government was on the wrong side, they wouldn't have that. But they do, most people. Hello, Sam? Yes, uh, actually, I was uh, uh, talking about this protocol. You know... I think that uh, it is possible to to have um, uh, parents involved in this uh, uh, granting of this access. Uh, so, so if parents are uh, have have a say uh, in deciding whether or not, you know, when there's a complaint against uh, uh, maybe some teachers, maybe some some students, uh, you know, um, 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 harassing uh, other students and so on, you know, that sort of thing, you know, and then uh, with Parents' involvement, and uh, and then you you have uh, uh, um, uh, 
better assurance that you know this is not going to be abused. You know, it's not access is not something that is uh, just taken for granted. You know, by by the principal or by the government. You know, so so I think you you, you can set up different uh, uh, um, requirements in order to allay those fears. Uh, you mentioned harassing. I, I think uh, if um, there are indeed alleged criminal acts uh, anywhere, uh, this should be handled by the police. Right. But we are right. talking right. about freedom right. of speech. Uh, we are talking about, um, uh, you know, what the teacher might say. Now, right. you know, apart, apart from, um, apart from, you know, limiting what what the teachers can do and, and you know, sowing mistrust, I, I think the um, the main issue here is that. Uh, students' voices would also be recorded because we are not having one-sided teaching. We are having group work, we're having class discussions yeah, in many schools. With, uh, with, with, uh, so students' voices change. are also recorded. Now, would that be a problem? That, that shouldn't be a problem. You know, if, if it's intellectual exchange, not, not, nothing wrong. And I, you see, I have written to the fact that uh, even things like... Uh, um, uh, uh, independence of Hong Kong, okay, very sensitive subject. Okay, if it's intellectual exchange uh, um, involving uh, different viewpoints, okay, intellectual exchange, it's not propaganda, then I think even sensitive subjects can be, uh, can be discussed. There's no, no problem, you know, I'm, I'm not against talking about sensitive subjects at all, you know, so, so I I don't think there shouldn't be any taboo as such, you know, but as, as long yes, as but, intellectual but, exchange... Yes, but Lo Hoxong, the problem is... I think that is fine. Lo Hoxong, the problem is the shadow of China here, because you know that if we look at universities in China, I continually hear there is the camera looking over you, and you never know when you might cross the line. If you mention gender, if you mention civil society, if you mention NGOs... Well, when I'm talking about... Much, when are they going to come okay, Is the same going to happen uh, in Hong Kong? Uh, I don't know too much about uh, what, what's really going on in the classroom of, of, of China or, or, or the mainland. I'm saying that, you know, we, there's, there's been some proposal, there's a, a proposal for, for, for this. And of course, there's a background to that, and which, is, which is that there's some, some misbehavior from, from some, some, some people, okay, which could be a very small minority, but there is some concern. And I'm saying that in order to allay these concerns, we need evidence. And if the evidence can be gathered, okay, and that the access to this evidence can be uh, uh, um, uh, um, under the setting of, of a very reasonable protocol, even involving uh, parents, it's not just a one-sided, okay, uh, uh, decided by the, by the principal or by, by the government. And I think that is fine, you know, that should be perfectly acceptable. People so who decide, is to decide? Uh, who is to decide whether the teacher has done anything wrong? Whether, whether it's intellectual exchange, or whether it's propaganda, or whether it's uh, physical harassment, or whether it's verbal har harassment, whatever. Well, well, Gordon Matthews, what about that? You know, if it, if it was the principal uh, who was looking at the video and deciding the cases or whatever, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Xi Jinping. It was, um, you know, it was done at a, a much lower level. Would that reassure you? Uh, in principle, it, it may well be, if I trusted who the authorities were to look at it. I mean, I'll bring this to make it personal again. If, for example, uh, 
you know, if, if my dean or the provost in my university were to have, have a record of these, I suppose I wouldn't mind. I should say my own classes are indeed recorded on Zoom because I have students all over the world. They need to look at it. Right. There are these recordings out there, and many of us now in a time of COVID-19 are indeed recorded, although I don't know if that happens in elementary schools. The problem, again, is who the authority looking over is going to be, number one. And number two, Hong Kong is changing so rapidly that white, what might be innocent now will be criminal three months from now. We just don't know. Can you? I think in principle, uh, when we're talking about you know, the, the principle of privacy, uh, we should not record anything except when we come up with uh, legitimate reason. Uh, that is a very uh, you know, adequate, uh, reasonable reason uh, for us to record something, some, some, some other people's you know, record. And uh, when it comes to uh, uh, education, when it comes to classroom, uh, do we have this kind of sufficient reason to support we to you know, record everything in the classroom? Uh, I think, uh, uh, Dr. Ho, I, I'm afraid I have to say that uh, you are exaggerating the problems now we have in the classroom. Just like Nader you know, just mentioned, we have only two you know, teachers who are being accused. Uh, but out of so many, uh, so many thousands of teachers, so the problem is not you know, significant. If it is not significant, but we are trying to record everything, this is out of proportion. Yeah, and I would like to say one more thing. If we are talking about distrust towards teachers, there is not, no widespread distrust on teachers among the public. But we have a lot of distrust against the government by the public. So we, if we are trying to identify the problem now we are facing, I think what we should do, the priority should be to to among the problem, the people distrust against the government, and the proposal itself is distrusted by by so many people. I okay. think we're, so. That is the problem. Okay, we're out of time. Ip Kinyon, thank you very much indeed for joining us, and uh, Ho Lok Sang. Uh, Good Mathis will stay with us. Also going to be joined by Mervyn Chung, uh, and we hope by you. Drop us a line back chat at rthk.hk after the news. Before it, the weather fine. Cool this morning. Eighteen degrees now. Humidity seventy-seven percent. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back. This is Bank Chat with Ada Wong and me, Hugh Chubberton. This uh, Tuesday morning, we're asking whether uh, CCTV should be uh, uh, installed in school classrooms uh, in Hong Kong. This is a suggestion of Executive Councillor uh, Tommy Chung uh, to uh, see if teachers are making subversive remarks. Uh, we have with us now uh, Gordon Matthews, Professor of Anthropology at the Chinese University, and we're also joined by Mervyn Chung, who's Chairman of the Hong Kong Education Policy Concern Group. And of course, we want to hear from you call us two three three eight eight two six six. We were talking also in the first part of the program to Ip Kin Yun, the former lawmaker, and to uh, academic uh, Ho Lok Sang. Later, we're also going to be talking about uh, flower markets. Should they go ahead? Uh, uh, bearing in mind the uh, COVID situation. Okay, a lot of emails uh, on uh, today's main topic. Um, uh, in no particular order. Um, let's see. Uh, 
G says the reasons for class cam are quite obvious. First, it will scare Hong Kong teachers away from classes, which in turn will give China a good reason to bring in mainland teachers who can then spin the CCP narrative, much as the source of the CCP virus, etc. Um, Jay says, what sort of idiot wants to put cameras in classes and why look at the teacher? If you have cameras, you need them on the students. You then look at the students and see which one understand what they're being taught and which ones don't understand. You then bring in the remedial teachers to sort out the problems. You also need discipline. All those involved in bullying, you bring the parents, lip readers and the police in and you sort it out. We want clean schools with high education and moral values. We don't want the ugly head of politics in there destroying the system. We certainly don't want the education system breaking down like the American ones. Uh, S says, how about installing surveillance cameras in Tommy Chung's office as a trial? Um, Dennis from Lama says, uh, dear Backchat, if a school has 10 teachers and each teaches for five hours a day, that makes 50 hours of classroom time per school per day, and thousands and thousands of hours. Who's going to monitor all of these hours looking for transgressions? Will Hong Kong start recruiting for a whole industry whose purpose will be to monitor the general public? I think not. Just another silly idea from people trying to earn brownie points from the CCP. Um... Tom says, by the logic of the pro-policy guest, then surely all police should have cam all police should have cameras on them permanently, due to the number of police complained against compared to the number of complaints against teachers. Uh, that is uh, from uh, Tom, and uh, Jeff also says the CCP does not follow protocol. Mike says the CCP know that the minds of the youth are the bodies of the next generation. Recording teachers is the sharp end of the wedge. Control our schools today and it's easier to control our city tomorrow. That's uh, from uh, Mike. And uh, Jeff also says, isn't recording children uh, illegal without uh, parent permission? Um, some thoughts there. And we have uh, some, uh, okay, just a couple more. Here I can uh, squeeze in. Uh, Bowen says, Tommy Chung's call for CCTV cameras to be installed in classrooms is another illustration of the penchant instinctively to reach for the bludgeon to solve alleged problems. Listeners need no reminder of calls for mandatory testing for coronavirus of the entire population and for judicial reforms to ensure that certain court rulings will be obtained and further back disqualification of LegCo members and candidates and mammoth white elephant projects to achieve homogenisation and integration. The golden thread which runs through all these actions and proposal is heavy-handedness without regard to cost-effectiveness and correctness of approach. Just a moment's reflection on the issue will expose the problems and impracticability of the present suggestion. The official rhetoric, including Tommy Chung's, calls for identifying and removing the bad apples from the teaching profession, implying that the bad apples are only isolated cases. But given that the numbers of young people who came out to protest in 2019 are huge, does it not mean that, assuming it was the teachers who put the students up to action, that teachers must have been enormous in numbers as well? And having come from across the city, instead of being the small clutch of bad apples suggested, how likely is that?
The reality is more likely that the official conclusion that the teachers are the culprits is basically unsound. Students these days access huge amounts of information and diverse viewpoints from multiple sources, including the internet, the media and their extracurricular activities. These sources most probably outweigh their teachers in terms of influence. Also, by the official logic, does it then mean we would need a totalitarian approach to fix the minds of future generations? The above hasn't even dealt with the practical problem posed by inevitable interaction between teachers and students outside the classroom. Surely a CCTV camera cannot possibly record everything. That comes uh, from Bowen. Thanks very much indeed for that. And uh, John says, yes, please, let's put security cameras in schools. That's a great idea. Let's design a curriculum where a single taught will be prevalent and let's forbid any student that will be educated overseas. If you study overseas, you can't get back to Hong Kong. There is already a precedent right now. The government can block people to come back. Excellent idea. We only have bright people in the government. Dot, 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 dot. That is from John. Thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, Mervyn Chung. Mervyn, good morning to you. Hello? Mervyn Chung. Mervyn? No? We've lost Mervyn. Okay. Well, well, uh, no? Is he there? No. Okay. Let's let's go to to uh, back to uh, to uh, Gordon Matthews. Um, you only got me today. Okay. <laughs> um, anything you want to react to in those uh, in those comments? There, I, I can't see. Uh, no one was very sort of uh, sympathetic to the idea. Um, I mean, what about the the point made by Bowen? I guess that um, students are actually uh, affected, and their views are formed by. Uh, huge amounts of information and diverse viewpoints from multiple sources like the internet, media and extracurricular activities, perhaps even more so than teachers. Of course that's true. And, you know, you I've been on Backchat a number of times and this is the first time that every one of your commentators, everybody who sent in an email agrees uh, that this is a ridiculous idea. Uh, that's fairly remarkable, given the diversity of opinion that usually comes in. This is a really stupid idea. Now, just a couple of comments uh, from the emails you just read. The, the worry that I have is that it would be possible to program surveillance such that when a certain word gets uttered, there is a trigger. I mean, that word might be independence. That word could be uh, protest. It could be anything. And that trigger will entail a, a great deal of monitoring. That would be the concern here. Um, the other shadow overlooking all of this, of course, is that of the mainland and the fact that there is this surveillance there. Hong Kong is becoming more like the mainland, and this is one more potential uh, indicator of that happening. And I think many of us, most of us in Hong Kong, will do all we can to resist this downward slide that we seem to be moving on. Well, Gordon, we, we should have more pro-establishment uh, uh, speakers and key and you know panel members uh, to to have a conversation with you. Uh, well, I since, couldn't agree more, but you can't find those. No, no, but since since they're not there, I mean, uh, I've heard things like uh, yes, the law-abiding awareness of young people is weak, and there are so many who have been arrested. And, um, you know, there, there are ulterior mo political motives uh, on the part of many teachers and hoping to bring politics into schools. Um, well, how, how should, um, you know, how would you and other people react to this? Well, there is a, a really interesting underlying issue as to what education should be. Throughout all of my time in Hong Kong, in university, but I know this is true in secondary schools too, the mantra has been critical thinking. 
In other words, teach people to have multiple points of view and think for themselves. This is very much in line with Western democracy, where I realize that 45% of American voters were believing in conspiracies. I know that. I know this doesn't work in fact, but this is the ideal. Uh, the Communist Party in China has a very different idea. No, let's censor information, and we have a, a point of view that people must follow. So this little issue does have these larger ramifications. What is Hong Kong going to become? You guys yourselves on Backchat have faced this. And the, the last time I was on, when the selection of the person of the year had to be next, I mean, this is all going on around us, and the opposition to it that we see, this isn't a reasonable debate. No, this is a debate against those who do believe in having education as a matter of uh, critical thinking versus those who say, no, listen to the authorities and follow them. And that's not a legitimate debate. Uh, okay, some more uh, comments. This is uh, These are from a uh, Facebook page. Uh, let's see. Tom says... As a frequent government supporter, I would like to say I am against Tommy Chung's proposal on the CCTV cameras. I'm also strongly against the government following Uber landlord Zeman's agenda of pouring money into Ocean Park Black Hole and keeping bars open during uh, a pandemic. Horatio says a quick Google shows 587 primary, 504 secondary schools and 1,001 kindergartens, uh, childcare centres in Hong Kong, five days a week, times 190 academic days of six to eight hours of uh, school daily can someone enlighten me uh, how many hours of footage is that and then who is empowered to go through that footage education bureau I presume where is the manpower whichever way does that imply as taxpayers have to pay for this I don't agree to that and I'm a proper taxpayer uh, Bob says, uh, Dr. H quoting Holock saying, prove someone's innocence uh, Bob says, can't before the horse or what uh, Bill says, this man is part of Carrie Lam's executive council. No wonder the Hong Kong government is such a mess. So it's a dumb idea on many levels. I won't enumerate them here. This one I will is, who is going to review the hours of footage uh, every school day? Uh, Admin Joey says, should cameras be installed in the bathroom of Mr Chung's home? And Happy Harmony Sito says, I have the qualifications to go on education, research, design, evolution, practice, emancipate and enlighten international assessments. All levels should be revised so they can deliver their functions. Uh, and Jim says, as one of today's guests, Mr. Ho is a teacher and by virtue of a doctorate, apparently intelligent, implies that conspiracy theories are spread by his own professional colleagues. Wow, that comes uh, from uh, Jim. Um, uh, Gordon Matthews, have, have your classes changed? Uh, I mean, you used to tell us kind of stories of f very frank, startlingly frank conversations between your students. Uh, 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 are they still happening or is... Do you think the tone has completely uh, altered now? It hasn't completely altered. It's slightly altered. Uh, I had a couple of occasions in the fall where one student would warn another, hey, don't go there, don't say that, uh, because it did go over the line. I was teaching Culture of Hong Kong uh, last uh, semester, and so we did have to talk about what went on in Hong Kong. One of my exam questions was, Hong Kong can be characterized as a city of protest over the last two decades. Give multiple interpretations of why this happened. And to me, that's exactly what we should do in critical thinking. And a good answer would give a Hong Kong point of view, a mainland point of view, a bunch of other points of view, too, and put them all together. So that's what we're trying to do here. And students were accepting this and able to do it. Now, the really interesting question 
the rather frightening question with the national security law is so far they have dealt primarily with those who were politically active. Are they going to come and begin getting journalists and teachers? I don't think so. Uh, I had a student joke to me just last week, yeah, Professor, don't worry, they're not going to come after you for another five years. An interesting joke. Uh, I think he was speaking with black humor. But that is the issue that we face. And frankly, you hosts, Hugh and Ada, you probably think about this too when you go to sleep at night. Where is this going to go? Well, as you said, you know, uh, your lectures are now recorded on Zoom. Uh, does that affect you in any way? No, because I believe that... What I am doing in terms of teaching critical education is exactly what I should be doing. And uh, the only worry I have is if students get in trouble for it. But this is, again, the holy grail of education. This is what I should be doing. So if this is the kind of thing to get me in trouble, you know, fine. I'm willing to put up with that. I I do worry, though, about students, somebody getting emotional and saying something they shouldn't say. Now, this hasn't happened yet, but that's my concern. I have to have my stuff on Zoom, my classes on Zoom, because, for example, I have one student from Ecuador who the class is at 3.30 a.m. I'm not going to torture her and make her be in class every time. Um, I have also regularly asked students, should we destroy these Zoom recordings after a week or should we leave them? And students generally have said they voted we should leave them, which indicates that they aren't enormously concerned at present. So far, we're free. It's more a matter of where this is going to be going. Okay, and number 233-88266. We've got a caller on the line, uh, Ling. Ling, good morning. Uh, morning, host. Uh, Principal Ada and pioneer of education that I would like to visit you. And, uh, Professor, um, I explained why my role uh, I would like to share this morning and ask something. I have worked for... Um, five years in primary and secondary sector in Hong Kong, and then I decided to go to other industries before I find some role, or this year I determined to find a research role uh, application in Hong Kong or uh, elsewhere. The reason I am am a better position is that if I cannot do something back in education, I can go to other industries. But for those who only purely working in education, they have no step back. So today, I would like to share that the education now in Hong Kong is good. I don't know why it is um, monetized be a bad education. Another thing is that there's something to be revised. For example, for, for uh, areas I'm interested in. The role of the school, as Ada has pioneered, do the headmaster, the teacher, has to be revised. For example, if we want to ensure the quality of the teaching, a master video and then back to other subgroup, the technology we are talking about at tech now, is that right? Yeah. Okay, Link. Uh, and also, I also yeah. wanted to say that. Um, for example, the personal career life of teacher, the uh, heavy workload and the rotation systems, something like that. There are a lot for the um, people who really care about education to uh, talk about. In my times, there are supervisor, and the headmaster will drop in whenever he wants to see what you are doing. So CCTV is not a way. As professor, he knows a lot of development, and we would like to explore health mission, 
civilization mission and also the cherished mission. The only thing people need is not just knowledge, wisdom. They need a good heart, like be considerate. If you and know to check to have a test is a good for everybody. Go, is that right? <laughs> Okay, Link. Many thanks for your for your call. Uh, our number is two three three eight eight two six six. And many thanks to uh, Professor Gordon Matthews, further anthropology at the uh, Chinese University, and to all our many uh, commentators uh, this morning on Facebook uh, and through email. Thank you very much uh, indeed. Uh, one more. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hugh says, who's getting the contract for all this surveillance hardware? Big Brother is already in Hong Kong and you can't prettify this. That comes from Hugh. We've also got a, a lot of emails, as I say, on, on uh, COVID-related uh, issues, which uh, tie with our, with our next topic, talking about uh, the flower markets. Uh, Magnus, um, as ever, if, if you could shorten your emails, that would be much appreciated. And then I could read them in full or you could put them on Facebook, perhaps. Uh, anyway, uh, Magnus says, the Hong Kong authorities introduced their latest batch of restrictions in three phases. The 6pm rule and two-person rule, gym closures and the closure of LCSD outdoor facilities, including beaches, were introduced last on December the 10th. At that point, the transmission rate, the R number, had already fallen to 0.88. So we know definitively it was not necessary to introduce the 6pm rest restaurant closure, nor the two-person rule, nor to close gyms, nor to close beaches. Uh, how do we know that? The R number was already less than one at the time of their introduction, meaning the outbreak was already outright receding before the measures were implemented. OK, so those restrictions definitely were not necessary. That's clear from the data. But it might at least have been help in reducing the R number further and therefore in some way reasonably argued to be worth it. Um, no, not really. Since introducing the 6pm rule and forcing the closure of gyms and outdoor leisure facilities, the transmission rate has been in the range of 0.71 to 1.41. The latest available figure, 1.26. So all of the restrictions remain in place and yet we have a 43 percent higher transmission rates since their introduction. The implication is that not only are these measures unnecessary, tiresome and business destroying, but they may well in fact be actively undermining our fight against the outbreak. Perhaps shock horror, herding people away from fresh air outdoor spaces and to congregate indoors within minuscule apartments from 6pm until dawn might actually aid an infectious disease progress. The law of unintended consequences. This ongoing debacle is a predictable outcome of unelected and distinctly unimpressive people granting themselves unfettered emergency powers. At this point, the existence of the emergency that's required by law in order to allow these emergency measures must itself be called into question. That's from uh, Magnus. Um, Alison says the BioNTech uh, vaccines to be used in Hong Kong are in collaboration with Chinese conglomerate Fosun and not from the BioNTech-Pfizer tie-up, which is being used elsewhere in the world. Can Backchat ask its expert guest to clarify how the Hong Kong version differs from the Pfizer one? Is the Hong Kong one manufactured in China? What is Fosun's role uh, in this venture? Uh, John says, may I know where is the scientific literature that confirms that 21 days of quarantine are necessary? This new hotel quarantine is inhumane. 21 days restricted in a room, often small and expensive, with very low quality food and with sealed windows. Even people in jail will have a daily walk outdoor to get some fresh air. This government regulation should be persecuted as a crime against humanity. Look at the numbers and stop destroying the economy 
uh, and uh, lives. And Phil B says, It amazes me that district councillors are always happy to jump on the government-bashing bandwagon. The quarantine order on the housing blocks in Jordan are a clear example. They openly criticise the government when in fact the problem identified was a district problem and one which district councillors should have played a more active role. Their failure to do so only shows their incompetence and the lack of needs of their community. They need to stop playing politics and look after their community. Also was a bit surprised by Mike Rouse's attitude, who was also quick to bash the government over the food handouts. His attitude was less than professional, when he should have known that in such a crisis situation, it was sensible to put various foodstuffs in handouts so they could be given out expeditiously and the recipients can decide what they can eat. That comes uh, from Phil B. We wanted to talk about the uh, flower markets, whether they should uh, go ahead, and we have a district councillor with us now, uh, Ho Kwok Ho, who's a district councillor in Tunmun. Good morning to you. Thank you for, for joining morning, us. Good morning. Good morning, Mr Ho. Um, so uh, what's the situation now going to be with flower markets in, in your district in uh, Tunmun? Yeah, we have a web, uh, flower market here, and the government uh, just resumed to, uh, to continue the plan of opening the flower market with uh, half of the stores. So now it's going to open whenever or not. <laughs> Um, are you agreeable to that? And what about the residents in your area? Are they happy that the flower market is up? Uh, I don't think that they are. They are feeling something about the flower market because they are not. Uh, if people are planning to go, they are still planning to go. When if they are not planning to go, they will not go. Even though the market is down here. Um, what 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 about other flower markets? I heard that uh, you know some some farms, some uh, flower uh, sellers, uh, they have actually identified other shop spaces in the community, and they are not joining the flower market. Yeah, we have uh, we have some uh, market owner planning to open a mark a different flower market in private store, and we have at least one here. And how big is that one? Uh, how big is? Uh, I didn't. I still haven't had the chance to go there yet. But I assume that there are three stores uh, in in a row. So I think it's really big. Do you think that the flower markets are safe, uh, or do you think that people should be not encouraged to go? Uh, the government said that they they put all they put the health first, but flower markets too crowded, so. I don't, I can't see that why the flower market cannot. It can. I think the flower market is able to spread the disease, the virus, in the flower space. So I I can't understand the government's logic here. So I don't think people should go to flower market crowdly because it's really crowded, crowded, and it's easy to spread the virus. Even though we are putting on the mark. So I don't think people should go as a tradition. They should. Uh, it's just whether they can, they can take the risk of getting contracted with the virus. But I understand this is an outdoor place. Um, you know, uh, in the evenings, if I go out for a walk, I see people walking and, um, you know, a lot of people are jogging and people are actually walking the streets, going to shopping malls, uh, going to buy takeout food. Um, you know, Hong Kong is crowded. But if we have only half of the stores in a flower market, that is actually safer. Would you agree to that? Yeah. Uh, with half the 
source, but the the area is still crowded. So I don't think it's a safe place at all. So you would advise your uh, residents, your Kaifeng, that uh, they should not go. I will say that they should judge, they should uh, they should judge the risk. If they are if they can take the risk of getting contracted, they can go. I will not okay. uh, give some advice on whether go or not because it's their choice. And hopefully, it's a free space, it's a free society. They can get their choice. I guess the argument would be that, you know, flower markets are... Well, other shops are still open. No shops have been closed in Hong Kong. Wet markets uh, are still open. And, you know, perhaps flower markets being outdoors are actually even safer than those other shops and markets. Mm. Yeah, so I would say that the government uh, should judge themselves whether they, they should go where they are, they, should, they will go or not. Mm. I would not uh, say that they are... You're not forced not to go, or you're forced to go. So I will give the advice that crowded space is easily to get contacted with the virus, and flower market is one of them. Okay, how's the mood like in uh, Timun? You know where there are lots of uh, public housing estates. Are people mm. tired of uh, observing and respecting social distancing measures? Uh, what are people doing these days? And I can see that. Most of our residents in Chimun are staying inside because you will, you will see that they are in previous times. Chimun uh, is a crowd space. You can see a lot of people on the street from day to night. But now you can only see that uh, after in the afternoon or in the evening, there are fewer people than before. So I think our people are respecting their social distance measure and they will stay at home. If not, that's, it's not necessary to go up. Mm. OK, well, Ho, thank you very much indeed for, for joining us, uh, uh, Mr Ho, a Tunmun uh, district councillor. A uh, couple of emails to finish off. Uh, Jay says, Many years ago, Hong Kong revolved around business and making money. Very few people put an interest into politics. Now the government is trying to brainwash everybody into getting involved in politics. And by rattling our chains, of course, we're all thinking politics. This is provoking the system more to put politics into schools. That's uh, from Jay. Uh, and S says, I think the danger here might be that even if all the footage is not reviewed, the idea might be that if a teacher is targeted, then the footage can be pulled out and even evidence can be presented out of context to charge the teacher. That comes uh, from S. Thank you very much indeed for the uh, many comments uh, today and uh, many thank you to uh, Ada, Ada Wong, our co-host this morning. Uh, leaving you now with the latest weather information. Uh, it's going to be fine today, cool, warm and dry during the day. Temperatures up to about 24 degrees today and the outlook will be mainly fine in the next couple of days. Warm during the day on Thursday and then rather cool mornings forecast for Friday and for Saturday. 18 Celsius at the moment, relative humidities at 77%. The government provides public COVID-19 testing services through different channels. Those without symptoms but feel they have a higher risk of exposure can visit designated public clinics or other distribution points to obtain free test kits. Those having compulsory tests can visit community testing centers for free testing. The centers also provide self-paid services to those needing test reports for personal use. If feeling ill, see a doctor promptly and don't go elsewhere. 
1951, the news now with Samantha Butler. Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives have delivered a single impeachment charge against Donald Trump to the Senate. It accuses him of inciting insurrection when his supporters stormed Congress earlier this month. The article of impeachment triggers the formal process of putting Mr. Trump on trial. Police have arrested three men on suspicion of illegal assembly and assault in connection with an attack this month by a group of black-clad people on campus security guards at the Chinese university. The university confirmed three students had been arrested after police raided several dormitories yesterday. And more than 300 global companies and organisations have urged world leaders at this year's virtual Davos Forum to classify seafarers as key workers so they're no longer stranded at sea because of the coronavirus. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. It's time right now on Radio 3 to say good morning to Phil Whelan and his guests on The Morning Brew. Hello. 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 How are you? Not too bad at all. Good morning. Newly upsported. Hello. You never Facebook chat with me, Phil. Good morning. He's got the Tom and Jerry type violence. It's a great experience if you just want to get a bit of zing. On your radio and live online, this is The Morning Brew. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. It's the Morning Brew with me, Phil Whelan. Good to be back with you. For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, today is Australia Day. And after 10, who better to take you through it with quite a collection of Aussie music and some chat is, of course, Jared Watts. To avoid Facebook jail, we're going to be doing this one audio only today because he's brought some brilliant tracks for you. And I'd like you to be able to hear them. After 11, Dr. Marion Pierce is going to be talking orchids with Dr. Stephen Gale, who leads Kidori Farm and Botanic Gardens' orchid conservation section. We will be on Facebook Live with some lovely visuals. If you want to join in, ask Stephen any questions, please feel free. 12 plus, we're going back to Australia Fair to meet biz futurist Morris Misolowski and have a look at some of his country's great inventors and inventions. This is Rooster. It's 26 minutes to 10. Baby, it don't matter. Anyone can see the signs. A cartoon looking over. With just a little bit of a smile. You tell him that you love him. While I'm running through your mind. Cause I know that you know your cover will blow. It's only a matter of time. It's not my style to try and cheat and lie. Why do you sanctify something that already died? I've got something that'll bring you alive. I know shot from the rooftops, honey. Tell me I'm the only one. Kick it through the curtain, baby. Don't stop running. Tell me how you gonna come get some. Did you ever ask yourself the question? Where the hell did I go wrong? Cause you know when it's true, I'll be waiting for you. So tell me how you gonna come, come, come get some. All those words you're wasting, trying to tell yourself you need more time. But what's the point in faking when you know you'll never make it right? You say your head is blurry, but I can't get you out of mine. I don't mean to cause pressure, but I just can't let you go on while you're living this lie. It's not my style to 
So let this pass 